Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. New season, new flyers? Well, yes, but in a bad way. Just as we all predicted. Welcome to the first Broad Street Hockey Brief of your 2021 hockey season. If this is your first time checking out the BSH Brief, this aims to be a short, bullet points only recap of the previous week and flyers action. If your life made you miss out on some hockey, the Brief will be here each Sunday to fill in the gaps for you. So, let's go friends! The season started on a high note on January 13th, with the Flyers handing the Penguins two losses in rather definitive fashion, 6-3, 5-2, respectively. Next in line were the Buffalo Sabres, who returned the favor the Flyers had extended to the Penguins and walloped the Flyers on January 18th, 6-1. They were right back at it the next night, where the Flyers appeared to regroup, taking a 3-0 victory to close out the back-to-back. Those good feelings were short-lived, and the first road trip of the season started with a 5-4 shootout loss to the Boston Bruins on January 21st, followed up on Saturday the 23rd with the ugliest game of the season, a 6-1 loss on Boston ice, in which the Flyers were outplayed at every possible turn. Notable numbers for the week. It would be very easy to point out some of the negative numbers, like that at 5-on-5 the team is only taking 39.78% of the shots, or that they gave up 15 high-danger chances to the Bruins over two games. Instead, let's look at one of the few positives that came out of that Bruins series, courtesy of our own Matty Campbell. Jake Voracek came away with four points in these two games. Voracek is often pointed to as one of the core leaders of this team not doing enough, But through two rather bad games of hockey, Jake contributed to four of the five goals the team scored, and his new-look line on Saturday night was the Flyers' most effective possession-wise. Sometimes you have to look for a sliver of hope in times like these, and if the good players play good hockey like Jake did in Boston, the team should be able to turn this around. Not too many roster moves to report this week. Mostly just Samuel Moran being called up and sent back down to the taxi squad for cap purposes. Morgan Frost was placed on IR with a dislocated shoulder, and in his stead, Connor Bunneman has been called up from the taxi squad to play with the big boys. Speaking of Morgan Frost, the injury gods have not been kind to us early into the season, as the Flyers have lost Sean Couturier, Phil Myers, and Morgan Frost before they even played their first road game of the year. Right now, both Coots and Myers are listed as day-to-day, but we don't expect to see Couturier for at least another couple weeks. Morgan Frost dislocated his shoulder and is on the IR. No idea when he'll be back yet. Shane Gostisbehere contracted COVID and is, thankfully, okay and can draw back into the lineup this week. Taking a look down on the farm, well, there's nothing to report as the Phantom season doesn't start until February 6th, but there are some notable changes to their schedule format this season. They will be playing a 38-game season in the newly aligned North Division, which is comprised of Rochester, Hershey, Utica, 
Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, Syracuse, and Binghamton. This season, they will only be playing against the Hershey Bears, the Binghamton Senators, and the Wilkes-Barre, Scranton Penguins. So we are going to be getting very, very familiar with those three teams. Trying to find a standout play for this week is tough. Through six games, there hasn't been a lot of pretty, so let's all take a moment to tap our sticks for Travis Konechny's Game 2 hat trick and Brian Elliott's 40-save shutout against the Buffalo Sabres on the heels of the team's first 6-1 loss of the season. It's not a lot, but we'll take it. So what should we be watching this week? Well, the thing I am most interested in as we head into this week's games against the Devils and the Islanders, that is what Elaine Vigneault does to fix this. The Lions were scrambled for the Boston games and it didn't work. The defense pairs have been rotating regularly and nothing is working yet. With Ghost as an option now, will he sit one of Hag or Gus and see what Ghost can do? Will Samuel Moran draw in? We all know, despite our complaining, that this roster is more talented than their play so far would suggest. So, what does the coach do to get them going? This is why you get paid the big bucks, AV. Let's see something happen. So last year, we were now or never. And this year, we are anytime, anywhere. So, while it's not as cut and dry as if we're now or if we're nevering, I'm going to say that right now we are anywhere. I think that's the bad one. We've got the Devils Tuesday and Thursday and the Islanders this weekend. It's going to be a big week of hockey for the Flyers. They really need to get themselves right. Let's hope they do. Have a great week, everybody.